Welcome to episode 201 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, Brian, Cricket. is a fun one. Cricket. This The Seattle Mariners are selling toasted grasshoppers. Mm. So the grasshoppers are toasted Delicious. in chili, chili lime salt and come in a four-ounce cup for $4. It's a deal. So, Yes. So they're sold at Safeco Field as part of the Mariners' uh, strategy to add more local flair to what they're doing from a brand called Poquitos. And they've sold roughly 18,000 grasshoppers in the first few weeks, which is more than the entire restaurant sells in an entire year. So obviously this thing is a viral concession sensation why do you think it is, Brian, that people all of a sudden are running to the field to eat grasshoppers to a point where they now have to limit the amount of sales of these grasshoppers to 312 orders per game, which is to honor longtime Mariners great Edgar Martinez's 312 career batting average. Have you ever had a toasted grasshopper? I have not. Then, yes, then, then, you know what? I mean, that's the problem, right? Maybe, maybe people are like, Hey, I've never had a toasted grasshopper. And then they have a toasted grasshopper and they're like, Holy crap. This is amazing. That wasn't at all what I expected. And it's blowing up. I I think, I think this is cool. I think it's amazing. I, I, it's definitely a little bit novelty. I'm sure it'll, it'll back off a little, it'll wear off a little bit, but here's my question. Why, why said Mariners, are you limiting the sale to 312 order, orders per game when you're selling so much of it? What, Like, you're putting a cap on people's grasshopper happiness, and you're also putting a cap on sales. That's pretty freaking dumb on every account. I don't, that I don't get. That I do not understand. Let's, let's not sell as much as we possibly can, and let's not give people their grasshoppers that they so dearly want. That's dumb. Yeah, so assume I fly to Seattle and I'm only there for one game. And I'm like, you know what, Brian? I'm going to go eat my first set of grasshoppers. And I get there and they're like, sorry, we've sold out of our 312, which is like 0.0001% of the audience for that day. You're right. It's it's just not very customer-centric. And we're going to need to hear more about why exactly that is. So, Brian, do you think that this is completely – I know we said novelty, but is this because of the experience of almost like when you see people – Fear Factor was a TV show that became very popular because you're seeing people eating gross shit and you're like, oh, look at those people. So now you get an opportunity to and all of a sudden there's some viral buzz about it. So you're like, all right, well, I know I'm not going to die it could be gross, but it can't be that bad because there's some social proof. So is this completely about creating a new experience for the fans? Because we always hammer home experience, experience. Is that really just at the core what this is? Yeah, of course it's experience, right? People who have never had it want to try it. I now know for a fact if you ever happen to be there, you're going to friggin' order it, right? And I bet everyone who's listening to podcasts will do the same. So – yeah, of course. Like, I want to know what it tastes like if I haven't tasted one before. And then once you have it, you're like, oh, that's not at all what I expected. Or maybe it's exactly what you expected. But regardless, it's the experience of having that at a ballpark. Yeah, that's not a normal thing to have at a ballpark. That's not even really a normal thing to have in most restaurants in America. 
though there's a bunch here in in uh, New York that do sell uh, grasshoppers and do grasshopper tacos, and that's why I've had them before. But in most places of the world, that's that's or of, of the states, that's not a normal dish, and so it's a little bit abnormal. It's something a little bit different. It's something, yeah, maybe it has a little of that fear. Of, oh, I'm gonna try it, or I'm gonna get it and give it to my you know kid and see what happens. And they put their hand into you know the grasshoppers, thinking it's popcorn. But who cares? I still want to know why the hell they're going to limit the sales to 312 orders. That's the stupidest crap I've ever heard. Mariners, wake up, guys. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't want to sell you any more stuff that you want. It's crazy to me. That's crazy, dude. It's crazy. All right, Ryan, you and I, all of a sudden, we're now in charge of increasing grasshopper sales. We're like, you know what? We've got something that is on fire right now. So you know what I'm going to do for this? We've got an experience. I want that experience shared. So at this grasshopper stand, I'm going all in until we cannot sell any more grasshoppers humanly possible. So I would like various things. One, a Facebook Live integration every single game. So you're always seeing uh, on TV the the local – announcers or the reporters going all right well let's meet jim in in section 312 and we're gonna do this this and this well how about we bring jim and five other fans from the game to our designated grasshopper section we're gonna brand the crap out of this thing and let's facebook live them because you know what i want to see i want to see their reactions eating it because that's what fear factor was all about it's all right if i'm not there i want to be able to experience it and you know what else i want to do i want to see a giant green grasshopper cutouts where me and my kids we can take a picture with the grasshopper or we can hold them or who knows what but once again the amount of digital integrations to share the the good word of eating grasshoppers to make this even more on fire that's what i would want to do in order to share this experience with everybody else because that right now i don't give two craps about the mariners but you know what i care about people eating grasshoppers rob has lost his grasshopping mind episode 201 <laughs> I like look there's so many fun things that you can do and I just don't think cutting back the sales is one of them that's a smart idea you know I don't know I like it look it, 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 at the end of the day this really just goes to show you people want a good story they want a good experience they want something different that they can go back and tell their friends or family or you know whatever I tried it I didn't like it I liked it you got to go try it yourself play that up man play it up play it up play it up you know whether you have the grasshopper section or not might be a little extreme but play it up like play into the hand that people are telling you what they want figure out how to give them more of that and repeat it and do it better and better every time and you know it might be a fad it might fade out halfway through the season all you know grasshoppers are no longer served at the all-star break but you know i don't know like i just think when stuff like this happens it's a little bit outside of the norm it is the opportunity to take advantage and not the time to try to quiet it down. So, Brian, what can other brands and teams, how can they create, let's call it their own grasshopper here? So they've caught. Well, first you got to get a grill. Then you got to get a little oil. You roast some on each side, a little chili lime salt. It's really good. Oh, oh, you mean like like in theory, theoretically. Yes, got in it. theory. So, I see one of the biggest obstacles for why we don't hear more stories like this is how many other brands are pushing the envelope and testing to say, all right, how can we create our own grasshopper? I'm not saying go and create dirt and make people eat it. Maybe that's it. But what what are the different things that brands can try that is – 
uh, native to what they do because one of the things that works great about this is the grasshoppers are part of a local initiative to add more local to the concessions in Seattle. So for any other brands that are out there, they should all be thinking, how can we create our own version of grasshoppers, whatever that is? I'm going to go the other direction and just say that nobody should be thinking about how to create their own grasshopper because this was not created in a way to get the attention that it got, right? They had Poquitos. They said, I think that's how they pronounce the restaurant's name, right? Um, you know, there was a local place. They want to bring some local flavor, get some local vendors involved as a restaurant. Awesome. They happen to have this cool thing on the menu. So they brought it there, figured, you know, some people want to try it and blew up into this awesome thing. I would say that these are, these are one of those moments where you don't want to try to create it because then it feels phony and people know that it's just, oh, another gimmicky thing that this ballpark team brand is trying to do what i would say is try to find real genuine integrations like that with the local community that is a little bit different than the normal integrations and whether it's food whether it's an experience whether it's something else find a way to integrate and then if something naturally kind of explodes like this then instead of figuring out how to quiet it down figure out how to raise the volume once you've found that lucky grasshopper Yes, and you just nailed my takeaway, Brian. When things are hot, 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 don't simmer it down. Elevate that bad boy. Pour gasoline on the fire. Pour sriracha sauce on the grasshoppers. Have we gone too far? I don't know. Maybe we have. But look, guys, we appreciate you listening so, so much. Thank you. Um, Make sure to share this episode. And if you've had grasshopper before, definitely tweet at Rob and I. Our handles are in the show notes. (laughs) 